The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Beitza has been dedicated anonymously of Meir Ben Esther. Amen. has been dedicated as well Amen. We bless our anonymous sponsor that Bezat Hashem he should be blessed with Arichut Yamim, health, Oshel, Veoshel, Vechavod, and Bezat Hashem should be Zocher in the near future to raise a family uh, and continue all his good work for the community. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated in memory of Rahamim Ben Victoria, Ruah Hashem, Tanihenu Begad. Eden, Amen, dedicated by his family to school Mitzvot. Today's daf is being dedicated to Ilun Shmat Avraham ben Esther and Ilun Shmat Shalomo ben Rina. That is your site is today. Ruah Hashem Tanihem began Eden, Amen. Begin today's daf on Lamechet Amud Rishon. And we will start from one, two, three, four, five, six, seven lines down, starting with Amar Shemuel. And the Gemara begins Amar Shemuel, Shor Shel Patam. We go back to the laws of Tehumim that we discussed on the previous daf. We have a short of a fatam. What is a fatam? Rashi says, "Shemifatem shevarim limkom limkor." He fattens oxen in order to sell them, which means he's an ox uh, merchant, uh, cattle salesman. Okay. Now, the custom of these cattle merchants, everybody knows about them. So people come from all over the world in order to buy uh, the oxen from them. Now, that's their industry. They're fattening the oxen. So, the uh, law is. Which means anybody that buys the ox, the ox takes on the tomb of the buyer, even before he bought it. Which means, let's say he gave it to him on Yom Tov. Right, the guy, the, the, the client got there on Yom Tov, he gives it to him. Now going into Yom Tov, it was by the uh, seller. But the understanding is that since it's known that he's not keeping it for himself, and people come from all over the uh, world. So even a guy that comes from a different city, right? You can follow his tomb for this. Sure. That she says, Afilu ben kan al That's how he got there uh, according to the Iruv, let's say, because he was out of the city. Just the way like he got there, so he can go back to the city. Since it's the way of this... A merchant to sell It's as if we say yesterday before Yom Tov It was already in the buyer's possession Right, whoever's going to come tomorrow and buy it, It's as if it's in his possession already now right. But the Hadush is not only local Since this guy's a, 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 the, the real salesman It even affects people that come from far away That... Within the tomb, obviously, uh, that what they take the animal takes on that fellow's uh, tomb, as opposed to the next case. Mm-hmm. 
That's an ox of a shepherd, which they also sell from time to time, but they only sell to the locals. Mm-hmm. Right? They don't sell to the people that are out of uh, state or out of city. So then already, it's only according to the, whoever buys it, you only get the uh, tomb of the, the people of the city. Which means, if somebody outside the city comes and buys it, so we don't give him uh, the t- his tomb. Because it's not, it's not expected that an outer towner is going to come by from a shore. But the locals don't buy. So the locals can get their tomb. Right. So that's the difference really between a sh- patam and a ru'ay. Patam has uh, out-of-state uh, customers, and a ru'ay has only in-state customers, or in-city customers. So therefore, Rashi says, uh, he raises animals. He's not He sells to his friends, his neighbors. Which means whoever uh, buys it, see, you get the year of the city. What's the year of the city? Two thousand ama in every direction. Now let's say the shepherd himself, he made a personal eruv. So let's say he paid an eruv 2,000 amat to the north, right? So therefore he gets another 2,000, and therefore he has no uh, movement to the south. Anybody in the city, I'm not talking about the Muslim shop, because we say me'itmol, it was understood that a guy in the city is going to buy it. So then it was considered as if it's in that guy's possession from now. So, so therefore I'm not bound by the limitations of the but to the out-of-towners, no. He doesn't have the name, you know. He's not so mifusam, so famous as a seller, kemo, fatam. Like the one that stuffs the animals up to sell. So therefore, if somebody comes, let's say, from out-of-town and buys it, he's got the ru'ez, eruv. And therefore, he could only move, move the animal, whoever the Ru'ay was able to move it, going into your dome. In this case, over if he made his Ayruf to the north, so he could only go uh, to the north. He cannot go at all, move the animal. He can go where he wants to go. But the animal itself is limited to the Ru'ay, to the outer towners. So that's between a short patam and a short shale Ru'ay. Now it comes out. Um, uh, so that's the uh, the Hidush uh, of the Gemara. Of the Ru'ay. So if the, as I said, if the Ru'ay made his Eruf to the north, so the guy who comes from out of town, his Eruf follows the, uh, you know, the, uh, the Ru'ay now, he's limited. Now, the question over here uh, regarding uh, Shemuel and the law of Tum, the Akamim uh, discuss over here. Yes, the subject of Berera. We learned on the uh, previous daf. Remember the opinion of Shemuel. We talked about somebody that is partners with a habit or partners with a behemah. Right? He has a partnership. So Shemuel said that habit name asura. That since you're a partnership, a partner in it, so therefore uh, 
you can only move that habit or that animal in the common area between the two partners. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, Correct. that shows you that Shemuel did not hold of the principle of Berirah. What would Berirah have told me? Berirah would have told me that well, whatever helik that I take, let's say from the wine, so that was really my helik, and therefore going into Ben Hashem Ashot follows my tomb. No, we don't say that. We say you got to go according to the common, uh, common zone. Yeah? And over here, uh, Shemuel is uh, saying that what? The Chaura that was saying, there was in Berira. Okay? Over here, it looks like there is Berira. Which means, because Shemuel is saying that whoever uh, gets the animal, we assume that from yesterday, it's considered as if it's his. And therefore, going into Ben Hashem Ashot, Huvrar Davar Mafreya, that he's the owner. So the Chaurah, that sounds like it's working with a principle of Berirah. Which means, I didn't give the, uh, I, I didn't give the animal to Yom Tov. Now, Ben Hashem Ashot, whose was, was possession was it in? It was in my possession, in the, in the seller's possession. And therefore, what do we say? It doesn't matter. Shorashet Patam, Ta'ara Ta'ara can go, according to his home. So it's got to be working with a right a retroactive uh, a retroactive, but, but 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 he didn't give it to him. So exactly, how does he how does that square uh, off according to Shemuel's opinion on the uh, other daf? So someone is say that the difference is like this: over there you had partners. When you have partners, you could say like this. I'm not going to say Berira. You know why? Because who says the partners are going to end up? Partnering. Who says the guy's going to end up splitting? Maybe one of the partners is going to say, "No, I'm, I'm, I, I cancel my partnership. I'm not. Uh, okay. I break the deal." Jesus, nice. And you have your control. You deal with two partners over here, so a guy, it, it, a partnership can break up. And if I'm not going to say, "Well, the part that I got, the mafreya, it was mine on something that." Is Taluya on another guy that can come along and, let's say, dissolve the partnership and things like that. So, however, here, the guy wants to sell an animal. A seller is not, not dissolving anything. He wants to sell the animal to, to the customer. He has that to sell it. So therefore, in his mind, already going into Yom Tov, his mind is whoever's buying this animal, it's as if it's his already, which means I'm, my mind is on him. So therefore, they want to make a chiluk between a partnership that could be the Zavaj, the person is able to change his mind, therefore I'm not going to say Bidirah, as opposed to a regular case of a seller, there's no reason why he wants to change his mind, it's his interest to sell the goods, and therefore, in this case he can, and will say uh, Bidirah. That's one of the ways that Ishunim explained it. If I'm not mistaken, that is the Ba'ala Ma'ora, I'll read it like this. Mefaresh yeshiluk ben shor shel patam le ben yayin u behemash et shutafim. Because the animal is definitely omed to be sold. It's possible that the partners will not come to an agreement 
Because maybe they're not going to have a, an agreement to split it up. So therefore, in that case over there, we're not going to say, on something that might not come to fruition. Okay, so that's... Um, so he holds Berida. No, so you, in certain cases he holds Berida, in other cases he does hold Berida. Depends what the case. In the partnership case, there's no Berida. In the short part time case, there is Berida. They're just making a haluk between why Shemuel says Berida in one case and Berida in, uh, not Berida in a, another case. Okay. Now, other Rishonim want to say that in Shemuel Shemuel Berida Klam. He doesn't know the Berida. Not in the case of the wine, and not in the case of Shemuel Patam. Uh, so then what's the uh, explanation? Uh, which is the rabbi made a leniency for the seller over here. In order they treat the animal as if it's hefker, as if it's uh, ownerless, and therefore whoever gets it is zocher. But it's not working with berera. Well, we, we, we want to make a leniency for the seller. The, the, the seller's going, if, which is if the buyer knows he can't uh, move the animal, he's limited, he might not buy it. So what the rabbis did over here is, they put a uh, special deen of hefker on the animal. So the animal's ke'ilu, it's ownerless. So now whoever gets the animal, uh, it's mine, I'm the owner, so now uh, I'm okay. So if I, I can walk the animal wherever uh, my home is. That's a special dispensation that the rabbi really invented out. Not by the case of the wine, not by this case also, but they made a special kula, like a merchant, in order to be able to sell his, uh, uh, sell his uh, goods over there, so we'll have an easier time. Okay, comes the Yemar continues. So he said, what well, if you borrow a keli from your friend, so then already it goes after the borrower. Because since going into Benashim Hashem, the borrower already mm-hmm. had possession, so never goes according to his tomb. So the Gemara says, Peshita. Of course, it's obvious. And since when Benashim Hashem went through his possession, why not? Lord Sericha, Shalom Masru Lo, Ela Biyom Tov. The case is talking about, he told them, I'm going to lend you this item. But what? He didn't give it to him oh. until Yom Tov. Yeah. Right. I would say, listen, bottom line, going into Benesh Mashot, he didn't have possession. That what? Since already told him that you're going to get it, I'm lending it to you. So even though the possession wasn't transferred until yeah. Yom Tov itself, still is considered in the lender and the borrower's uh, possession, and therefore it follows him. This is a proof. Or, uh, yeah, support to Rabbi Yohanan's team. The one of Yohanan has shoed keli mehavero me'erev yom tov. Afalpi shelon etanolo ela biyom tov. Hareo keragle has shoed. Exactly what Rabbi Yohanan said. Now, well, the other way. Biyom tov keragle mash'il. Now, on yom tov itself, if he gives him the uh, item, so we say keragle mash'il. Then already it goes according to the tomb of the lender. So the Gemara says, Peshita. What do you mean? That case is also Peshut. Since he didn't give it to him, right. the whole loan took place on Yom Tov. He didn't make the deal before Yom Tov. Smashbot, the guy came to him on Yom Tov and said, Can I borrow uh, this item from you? Oh, you want to borrow the Chavot? He gives him the, the item. So he goes, Oh, that goes according to the Mashil. Of course. Who's the Benesh Mashot? It was the Mashil. And it wasn't the pre, uh, you know, preconditioned uh, before the uh, holiday. So the Gemara says, Peshut. Hello, Tzericha. Diragil v'sha'il mineh. 
We're talking about a guy that is accustomed to borrow from this lender. So therefore, I would have thought, I would have said, listen, it's normal that this guy always asks him to borrow this item. All items. So therefore, it could be when he comes on Yom Tov and says, I could have this item. Since he's Ragil, I could maybe say, we consider it as if before Yom Tov, since he's accustomed to borrow items, it's considered already in his possession. Because he's accustomed already. And the Hadush says, no, you don't say that. Why? Nemar Amar. The lender says, Dilma Meshkah Inish Acharida Ve'azil V'sha'il Mineh. He said, hey, maybe he found somebody else to borrow from. Which means, once already Yom Tov comes in, the guy says, hey, if the guy didn't come and uh, ask me for these items, must be, must have found somebody else to borrow from. Therefore, his dot is not to put it in his possession already. And therefore, even though it's common, but they, wait, wait, where's the guy? How common is it? The guy didn't show up. So therefore, if he didn't show up, so maybe he found somebody else. So therefore, bottom line, when the guy comes on Yom Tov, it follows the Mash'il, even though he's, he, he's normally going to borrow items it's a custom okay now we go to the subject of the day we said in the last case of the Mishnah a lady that borrows uh, uh, ingredients from her friend in order to make halah she borrows let's say mayim melach etc so what do we say since these ingredients now have uh, you know, the flour, which is to one lady, but the water and the uh, salt belongs to another lady. So therefore, this halah can only be moved in the common zone of both of their tomb. Why? Because there's goods from two people over there. Okay? In the actual halah itself. Good? Correct? So comes the Gemara and says a story. When Rabbi Abba went up from Bavel to Eretz Israel, when I say Kisalik, Bavel was low and Eretz Israel was high. Kisalik, when he went up, meaning when he ascended to Eretz Israel, Amar, before he went up, he said, oh, on the way up, he said the following tefillah. Yehera'ava, Yehera'zon, De'ema milta' de'titkabil. That I should say, Halachot, that should be accepted. Please, my Hadushim should be accepted. That was his tefillah. Kisalik Ashkechel. When he got up to Israel, Ashkechel, Rabbi Yohanan, Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Pape, Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Abu, Rabbi Shimon Ben Pazi, Rabbi Tzach Nafah. He saw the Hakamim. They were sitting and they were learning. And they said the following. Amai, why are you telling me that the halana has to follow the gle shtem v'liptil mayim u'melach l'gabe'isa isa. Why don't you say the concept of bitul? Because we have a law that says, for example, bitul barov. If you have, let's say, a majority of one ingredient and the minority of another one, when it comes to isurin, for example, mm-hmm. we say the concept of bitul, right? You have two pieces of uh, 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 kosher meat, and you have one piece of taref meat. Uh, bitul barov, the law according to the Torah is, you can eat all three pieces. That's because of bitul. In this case, we have more flour than you have of water, and that you have of salt. So why don't you say, use the concept of bitul over here, but this is not bitul isur over here. This is bitul ba'lut. 
which means now I'm going to say that uh, what you gave me over here it's patel barov, it's, mean, it's mixed up already in the uh, in the flour and therefore your uh, stake in the uh, hala isn't significant it's as if it's uh, it, it's patel, and therefore they're coming along and saying we don't want to send the mishnah these are the rabbis and they just say, what kind of mishnah is that over there doesn't make any sense, why you tell me kereglishinim, why don't you use the law of bitul, now just keep in mind this is not the normal bitul that you're accustomed to. We're not talking about over here, uh, you know, bitul and milk uh, falls into the into the into the meat. I'm gonna say bitul. Here is we want to say that since you have majority of uh, ingredient of, of uh, flour, let that override the uh, salt and water, and therefore it nullifies it. And therefore the nullification over here is what has going to work. It's going to say that your ownership. Is nullified. Mm-hmm. Your stake in the hala is uh, you're right. It's it's, it's nullified. But but and therefore daf in this case, I don't gotta, I'm not bound by your tum. Your tum is not going to be effective. If I could uh, move the hala based on me, that's what the rabbis of Eretz Israel wanted to say. No, not to be abba. These are the rabbis in Eretz Israel. We didn't get to the abba. He got, he got to the yeshiva, they were discussing this law. Amar lehu Rabbi Abba. So Rabbi Abba now comes and joins the conversation. And he says... Now before, before we get to what he says, let's just review uh, a very important uh, introduction to uh, part of the surya. There's two ways of saying bitul. There's mean b'she'en omino. And then mean bimino. Mean bishenimino is two different species. Okay, two different species. Uh, you have, let's say, uh, wheat flour and barley flour. These are different uh, species. Mean bishenimino. Everybody agrees. All the rabbis agree that there is bitul by mean bishenimino. The flour you, you can't discern between them. When you look at them, it looks like they're the same item. But bottom line, they're different. This is and This is heta. They get mixed up. So let's say one is Hetel, one is Isud, of the cases, Bitul works by Mim Sheinamino. This is according to all the Tanaim. By Mim Bimino, we have a Mahloket, Hachamim, and Rabbi Yehuda. According to Hachamim, Mim Bimino, Batel also. We have two like species, right? Also Bitul, just like Mim Sheinamino. However, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda Shita is Mim Bimino, Eno Batel. And they have sources for this from the Torah, uh, by different bloods that got mixed up. The Torah refers to them as two separate bloods. You know, it's mean bimino, it's both bloods. So you see that the bloods retain their uh, identity, even though they got mixed up. That's the Yudah's Rayyad, the Yemarat Padin brings it. Okay, fine. Now, what Rabbi Abu is going to say uh, is uh, the following concept. Hare, shinit arev lo kavchitin, Ba'asara kavin hitin. Let's say a uh, guy has uh, 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 ten kav hitin. He has ten measures of flour, wheat flour. Tis. It got mixed up with one kav of somebody else, of his friend. Shalhavero. Yochal hala vehade. Are we going to say to this guy that he can eat? Nothing is soon over are you going to tell the guy that's got the, the ten, mm-hmm. right? And his uh, friend's got one, got mixed up. You're going to let the guy with the majority 
eat all the uh, all the flour and rejoice? Me? Are you going to tell the guy, hey, listen, bitul? But even if you want to say that there's bitul, which is even if you want to go according to the hachamin that says min bimino matel, we'll give you that. But what are you going to say now over here? You're going to say bitul on what? The guy owns one over here. How are you going to say bitul works on ownership? Bitul works maybe on isur and stuff like that. But the gabin, bottom line, one of those measures belongs to me. How am I going to let you eat now? How am I going to let you eat all the flour over here? Bottom line, you're eating somebody else's uh, goods. You're talking about bitul. What about bitul over here? What do you mean? Majority. Majority belongs to me. So when the Abu heard these uh, rabbis discussing over here, so bitul in ownership. Bitul in ownership? What are you talking about? You're going to try to come and tell me now, if, uh, there's uh, 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 ten measures of flour that belongs to me, of wheat. And one belongs to, to somebody else. The guy that has the ten can eat the whole thing and be happy. and be happy. Now it's in, and, and, and in our case the same thing. You want to say that since the majority of the case is flour, so you're going to come like the flour is going to is going to be batel the uh, salt and the water, and therefore the tomb of the other person is not going to be a factor over here. But this is tomb issue. Not about eating. It's a tomb issue. She she left it to her. Now wait. The question over here, uh, again, listen to the case with Rabbi Abhud did. Look at the fundamentals. Mean bimino, everyone says Rabbi. No, mean bimino is a mahlukit. Rabbi Hudan Hakamim. This is a case of mean bimino. So I'm telling you, we could say that Rabbi Abhu holds like Hakamim. That what? Mean bimino, batil. Okay? The only question is, we understand your point, Rabbi Abhu. Your point is well taken. You don't say bimito by ownership. The bottom line, the guy, guy, guy's got a stake in this. Tell me now, the batel. Where you see between all these Look at the top of just to get it. The guy's going to eat something he didn't even work for? I got you. One of your hatim fell in my item over there. It's mine now. I own it. What kind of business is that? Kagzu en shema bitul. You don't say bitul like that. Mikan. Ru'il vekanu amayim shivita etzla. Which means you, you might come along and say, hold it. Over here, it's not a similar case. Over here, I own the, uh, the flour and the water. Here it's different. Who owns the flour and the water? It was given to me to, to, to borrow. I own it. Not to borrow. I own it. The, the, the lady that gave me the flour and the water told me, use it, it's yours. So therefore, it's mine. And she answered very simple. When did they give it to me? On Yom Tov. Ben who owned it. The first person. And therefore for Tchum, it doesn't go who owns it on Yom Tov. It goes who's the owner, Ben And therefore bottom line, the Ba'alim of this flower and water is the original owner. It's not me. Yes, I have rights to use it on Yom Tov. But when is the uh, ownership hal? The ownership for this case is Ben for Tchum. What is the critical moment? On Yom Tov? Of course, that's too late. The quid was better Shabbat So therefore, for Tumim purposes, who's the owner of this flower and water? The first lady. So the Bible comes along and says, you want to say Bitul? Bitul on ownership? <laughs> if I have to, a flower and flower that got mixed up, you're going to say Bitul on ownership? The only question they ask is, why did you bring a case of Min Bimino? Seemingly, the flour and water, the water and salt, and the flour is a case of mean. Which means your your analogy is well taken. Uh, we understand your point. 
that you don't say bitul by ownership, but give a case of uh, So the Mefarshim uh, asked this question, and they want to say that what? That really Maimin Melah is considered Min Bimino. That's what Tosfot wants to say later on on Lambetet. Why? Since every uh, dough needs Maimin Melah, so that's considered all similar ingredients. That's a similar of the Tosafot. They're not considered different items, all these things go together. Well, what's the ingredients of uh, 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 dough? You need the water, flour, salt. So since they all go together to create it, they consider mimi. That's why I use that as the analogy. Mm-hmm. So this was Rabbi Abhu's Hadush. When he got to Eris Israel, he was actually defending the opinion of the Mishnah. Because mm-hmm. our Mishnah says this, by the way, that the flour and the water, uh, since it belongs to somebody else, it retains the ownership. And therefore, it's Kedaglir. So, already get this clear. The Babu is really defending the opinion of our Mishnah. And the rabbis and Asians were saying, What are you talking about? We know the cards of the Bitul. Make Bitul. So, so, when the rabbis, when they heard the Babu's Shittah, they started to laugh at him. Amar lehu, so Rabbi Hu got offended. Rabbi Hu says, "Gultihu shakle." What did I take your cloak? Am I joking around with you? Did I, did I rip your cloak from you? That you're laughing like? Or are we involved in something amusing over here? Like did I did I take something away from you? That your shirt that you were wearing? That you're uh, that you're laughing? Hadur ahichu ale. They laughed at him again. So you see over here that Rabbi Abhu's prayer. Was not accepted. I mean, that's exactly what he prayed for, right? And what happened? He got up. His first of all, his, his halakha was not accepted. And what? They laughed at him. So the Hatam Sufis says, "Why? He made it tefillah." So the Hatam Sufis said, "It was a flawed tefillah." Why it's a flawed tefillah? You'd have thought that they should accept my words. That's not the right uh, thing. You'd have thought that I should search for the emit, and whatever's the truth should uh, should surface. Well, and if your words are wrong, they should be accepted. Right. So therefore, because he prayed for the wrong uh, uh, the tefillah, I mean, you don't want your words to be accepted. You want your words to be the emit. And if they're not the emit, that uh, they shouldn't be accepted. So whatever you're going to say should be accepted. So therefore, the tefillah was not the proper tefillah. So therefore, it ended up uh, uh, like uh, uh, we're working uh, against them, so to speak. Then they laughed at them. But now the Gemara says, "Amar of Oshaya, just keep keep the trend over here." Amar of Oshaya, Shapir Abud Dahikwale. The Oshaya says the laughers were right. Now get clear in your mind: the laughers are the rabbis of Eretz Israel that hold that there's bitul and the ownership. That the water and the salt do become batel. Right? So the Boshe says, they're right. Why? My shena hitin bisorin de lo kamar lehu. I told you outside, I'll read it inside. They're saying like this. Rabab argument itself is flawed. It's a flawed argument. Why? Because if Rabab wanted to make his point, Rabbi Abba. Rabbi Abba wanted to make his point. He could have said like this: Bring me a case of min bishenomino. Bring me a case of uh, flour of wheat that got mixed up with flour of barley. Min bishenu, according to everybody, is matel. Right? That's not a uh, not a question, right? So why don't you say like this: Min bishenomino is batel, right? We know that. And still, what? 
the ownership is retained. From the fact that he didn't bring that case, must be he holds that Yasmin Bishinimino is Batel, and just like it's Batel in the law, it's Batel also in ownership. That's why he didn't bring that case, because he holds in that case this Bitul, and the Bitul is a Bitul in everything, including ownership. So they said, so for the same reason, Min Bimino, if you say it's Batel, so therefore, like the rabbis, and you're like the rabbis, so Min Bimino Batel, it's also Batel in everything. For the same reason you didn't bring the Min Bishinu Mino case, so the mean bimino case is following the same dynamics. What, what's the shot? Mean 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 batel. So bring that case, uh, Babu. No, because everybody holds like that. Bring that case. No, no. The reason why you didn't bring that case is because she holds mean bishenemino. It's batel and it's batel in ownership as well. Oh, so if you hold that, that's the dynamics of the case. So in your case that you brought, hita hita. Mean bimino batel, it's batel, batel in ownership as well. If, once you say batel, it's batel in everything. So, and you all mean bimino is batel also. So the chaura, it should also be uh, batel in ownership. Well, what's the difference between mean bimino mino that you're saying this bitul, and the bitul affects ownership? How do we know that? Because you didn't bring that case. You were trying to bring your proof from mean bimino. Right. You didn't bring it from a mean mishenu mino case. Why? Because in that case, you say really it is mevatel uh, ownership. But once you say batel, batel is batel ownership. Why are you splitting it? So they told him like this. Rabbi Shaya says Shapir avud daachichu ale. My shenachitim besorim deloka amar dehu. What's the reason why you didn't tell him a case of hitim besorim? Dehavale mean mishenu mino or mean mishenu mino batil. And it's batil legamre. So hitin be hitin name nehidur biyudalo batil. You're right. Quote the biyudal mean be mino is not batil. However, the rabbanan miftal batil. It is indeed batil. So therefore, from the fact. That you didn't bring that case, that proves to us that you hold what? That something that is indeed batel is batel legamre. So therefore, the case of mimimino, you hold this batel, as we call it, so it's batel legamre, even for ownership. So that was the claim that Avoshaya had against the Abba, proving the rabbis of Eres Yisrael. Now, uh, we have to just uh, explain. Uh, one point uh, that's very, very, very uh, necessary over here. Definitely what the Mishpat says. It does not make sense logically to say that I'm going to eat somebody else's Helik. Uh, I don't care to be Bitul and all that. Bottom line, I'm eating the guy's Hita. Uh, no, bitul. What, what bitul over here? So what? Not, not, we, 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 that, that sounds like like thievery. Yeah. Which is bottom line. I have ten of my halakim. One of his halak falls in. I tell the guy, sorry, sorry, bitul. What, what bitul? That, that, that's mine. You, you know for a fact one of mine's in there. So the uh, one says, how could you give a sevarat to say that bitul would work on ownership? Which is not I own it. So he explains like this. He explains like this. Vadai, Vadai has to be given back uh, That's the over The point is like this When it becomes mixed At that point It's considered as if The ownership is batel That what? When I pay him back I pay him back according to the price That it was at that point If you didn't say it was batel Meaning it's still there so now let's say wheat went up, okay? By the time I got around to pay him, yeah. right? It, it fell into the mixture on Monday. Monday wheat was a dollar. 
Okay? I didn't get around to pay him until Wednesday. By the time Wednesday came around, wheat was $2. If you tell me it's not batel, so therefore, it's still considered ba'lut, so to speak, and therefore I have something, of it. i got to pay back according to now, what it is. However, which is $2. However, once you say on Monday that the mixture becomes batel, what does it mean batel ba'lut? Now it's considered all, so to speak, mine, in the sense that when I pay him back, I pay him back according to the, no, according to the price that was today, on Monday. Which is, I don't, he's not the owner still. Which is, the ownership is only a nafkaminal gaber, the price that he has to pay. Does he have to pay the higher price, or does he pay the lower price? No, it's, 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 it's really a kula for the, for the one that got mixed up. I'll read it to you inside. Lo mistaber, listen to the sevara. Lo mistaber shi yiske adam b'mamon havero, belile shalem no'avoro. Uh, it makes sense you're going to pay uh, a guy, uh, uh, take the guy's money without paying? No. Because it got mixed up. Even if Oshia says you got to pay back. Which means the Kenyan on the Haitim takes place one. Once it gets mixed. mixed up, that's already when the Kenyan takes place. Now, once, why? What's the Kenyan to hit Batlut? Once I have Rov, so therefore the Kenyan, so to speak, that I made on this Haitim takes place on Monday. Therefore, when I pay back, I pay Monday's price. And therefore he says, After the Bitul, let's say, the price went up. I don't have to pay the higher price. So he's being marviach through the bitul. What is he gaining? The lower price. So that's the pshat, which is all that he was trying to say. Whenever we talk in the sugavi here, there's no balut, there's no balut. Don't think you're going to pay the guy back. For sure you got to pay the guy back. There's no sevarat to say that Bitu's going to allow me to take stuff that doesn't belong to me. And the pshat is that when it gets mixed up, at that point over there, it's considered what? The kinyan was made by me now. Which means now all this is ki'ilu, it's mine. The inyan what? The inyan price. The inyan right now, the balut of this guy is, but there's a guy I own it now. Okay, so I own it what? I took it at what price? At a dollar. So when I pay him back, no. Pay back a, a dollar. Half of you didn't say bitul, so then already, now I own, what do you own? It still is. Pay me back what it's worth now. Pay me back, and then it's two dollars. So it's only enough coming out in the fluctuation of price. So again, what, 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 whatever you took. No, no, no. You can wait. It's mixed up in there. You can't see it. What do you give me? You're back, uh, you're paying back, uh, you took the wheat now, so I gotta pay back the value. Because I don't have the wheat anymore. I mixed it, I used it, whatever it is, I ate it. Or could you give him less wheat? No, you gotta give him the, 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 the shi'ud of wheat. The hadush should give it to him according to the sha'at bitu. That's the hadush according to the Which is less. less which, which, no, which could be less according to the present current market value. Not less. You're giving him a kav. Okay? But let's say the price, uh, well, I'm giving him a dollar's worth. So it's gonna be less if the price went up and ever. Now, Watch. Uh, yeah, right. That, that, that's, that, that's the Sivara of Bitul. That's Bitul Ba'alut. Oh, so wait. So now let's go back. Abu Shaya comes along and says that you know what? Abu Shaya comes along and says that what? The laughers were right. Well, the rabbis of Eris Sayyid were right. Why? Because you which just said to be Abba, really doesn't make sense. Because you more there. By me, Mishaenu Mino, this Bitul. Right? This be tool, and once you say this be tool, 
And that's why you didn't give that case. I mean, because she's always been told even for Ba'alut. So there's bitul for ba'alut. So therefore, mim mimin also you tell you there's bitul according to alchamim. So therefore, it should be bitul for ba'alut as well. Now, what was Rabbi Abba's shita? Rabbi Abba, we have to explain. We'll say like this. Rabbi Abba will explain like this that there's a difference between mim bimino and mim b'she'eno mino. Okay. He'll say like this. Mean the she'enomino is batel. It's batel legamre. That bitul is as if it's zero. It doesn't exist. It's not in the. It's not in the mixture anymore. Uh-huh. It's a bitul gamur that makes it invisible. It's gone. That's why in that case of mean she'enomino, there's no balut anymore because it's gone. But mean bimino, it's a bitul, but it's still it's still there. Which is the degrees of bitul. You can have a bitul that the, you say what? Two things get mixed up. The item that's less, zero. Make believe it's not there. Make believe it's not there. Okay, that's what we say. You know, he didn't bring that case. Mashikin min bimino. We say bitul. Meaning enough kamina. If a guy wanted to eat the whole uh, uh, item, he get, but what? But it's in there. This, therefore, this ownership retains. So that's you have to say to be Abba will have to make a haluk between the mean bimino, but the rap. Rabbi Shaya said, Nah, there's no haluk. Once already you're saying there's bitul over there, that is, uh, and you agree there's bitul. That's why you don't bring the case of mean bimino, because you knew that the ownership is there. So therefore, the ownership should be by the mean bimino case as well. Mm-hmm. Comes the Gemara continues. Amar le Rav Safra. So now Rav Safra comes along and says, Moshe, Shapir Amart. He tells Rav Oshaya. He calls him Moshe, because he was the leader of the generation. And Chokhmah like Moshe. And she says, Amar le Rav Safra, Rav Oshaya, Moshe. Bikara de Moshe kamishtaba. Kuntana, she says, he swore like in the, in the name of Moshe. Usually when the rabbis would want to uh, uh, attack like in this case, in a nice way, he's telling the uh, Moshaya, did you say good? Are you saying good? Which means, you want to not going to be a ba, hey, based on your, uh, uh, you know, your, uh, your yeah, question, you Moshe, right. you think you're right? Shapir Kamar, you're saying right? Which is Rav Safra now is going to come to defend Rav Abba. How? Didn't you hear? Had Amar Rabbi Hiya Kitustaa Meshemede Rav. Didn't you hear the statement of Rav? Haborer Sirorot Megarnos Shel Havero Hayav Yleshalemno Demehitim. Let's do a case. Guy goes to his friend's field of wheat. There's um, right the silo. There's pebbles in the wheat. So the guy goes, he doesn't steal the wheat. He just takes some of the pebbles Out. of his friend. The deen is hayav. Hayav what? What are you paying back? Pebbles? So the Gemara says, yeah, he's hayav to pay back. Why? Because in the olden days when they would sell wheat, in the wheat it was assumed that there's pebbles. Right? So therefore, when a guy buys a bushel of wheat, it's really not a bushel. It's a bushel less the pebbles. So the guy is saving... By those, uh, uh, you know, pebbles, right. he's saving a little, uh, you know, from the midah, from the, uh, from the measure. So the Gemara says, Alma, Kila Hasre. 
Alma, you see what? That the measure is missing. Which is, bottom line, you stole from the guy a rock itself has really no value. But since the rock could have been converted to Hita in the sense that he's saving Hita, so therefore you, you took from the measure of the, of the, of the bushel, gotta pay him. Here too, and all the more so. Here, this is not a pebble that she has here. Here she has water and salt. This is significant. These are significant ingredients that give uh, the whole uh, 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 volume to the to the uh, to the, uh, the challah. And therefore, if you're telling me that a guy, you want to tell me, you want to tell me what? Got to pay back the pebbles. Why don't you say the pebbles are batim? Well, I got all this uh, wheat over here in the silo. Why don't you say, well, the, the, the pebbles? Pebbles should be batel in, uh, in the thing. We're saying no. The bottom line, since they have a, a, a representation of measurement over here, because by taking out, this is, this is mamon over here. This is considered money, this, this, this pebble over here. So if you're telling me the, the pebble is considered money, kuchikin, this uh, actual flour, water and salt is considered uh, mamon, what should be? No, so it can't be batel. If you're not going to batel a rock, so we're not, and we're going to call it money, meaning there's still balut over here. Yeah. Meaning, uh, let, let, let the guy pick the rock and say, it's batel. Right? There's all, all this all sweet over here, it's batel. There's no ownership. What's batel? It's my rock. What is your rock? What's, what's your rock value? There's no value. No, there's value. The value over here that you took away from the midah, took away from the measure. Mm-hmm. Good. So, in the case of the flour and the water, and the water and the salt, this is substantial ingredients wow. over here. So we tell her, not batel. What batel? If you don't remember tell a rock, you say it has value. Koshikin in the case of that. So that was, Rab Safra is coming along and saying, hey, you know what? Rabbi right. Don't you know the case of the, uh, of the rock? Now let's read the Rashi. Rashi says, look, Velo Shanile. Look at Rashi. No, actually, let's read the, I'm sorry. Velo Shami Alehu. See that she above Velo Shamielu? This is Rabbi Safra telling Rabbi Shaya. Didn't you hear? Lehanach Rabbanan de Makshuam Nitin Hade Amar Mishalimdo de Mechitin. You have to pay him. Why? She'en Derech Leboreran. Because normally you don't take out the rocks. Vehenim Karim Betochachitin. And they normally sold with the wheat. Alma, what do you learn from there? Kila Hasre. The measure is missing. Since you caused them a uh, <laughs> measure, right, losing in the measure, even though the rock itself is not worth it, because this is more significant, and therefore it has, it's considered mamon, which means bottom line, don't tell me mamon is mevatel in, uh, in, uh, in Rav, they don't say be told by something that has a value, so comes Rav Oshaya back and says, no, I, I don't accept that question, well actually Abaye, Abaye comes and defends Rav Oshaya, Amar de Abaye, Abaye says, Velo shani le lemor, Ben mamon sheyesh lo tov'in Le mamon she'en lo tov'in What are you talking about, he says? There's a case of mamon sheyesh lo tov'in Money that has a claimant And money that doesn't have a claimant Which is not a claimant Which means 
to, to money that somebody can come along and say, you owe me that. Hey, that's mine. That's called Mamon Sheshlo Tovim. So, what Abaye wants to say is, in the case over here of the rock, it's Mamon. You know why? Because Sheshlo Tovim. Because there's an owner over here that can come along and say, Hey, that's my rock over there. You took my rock over there. That's affecting my uh, bottom line in the, uh, in the price. That's, so therefore, yes, in the, in the rock case, you don't say bitul. Masha'enkin, in the case of the flour and the water and the salt, it's mamon she'en lotov. Why? This lady gave it to me to use. Could she come to me on Yom Tov and say, Hey, give me my uh, water and, uh, uh, and uh, salt. No, of course not. So, you gave it to me. doesn't matter. You gave it to me. This is not called mamon. Once it's money that cannot be extracted on Yom Tov. Yes, after Yom Tov. Of course you can come to say, pay me back my uh, ingredients. But on Yom Tov today, right now, does this have a status of mamon? No. And therefore we'll say, bitul. Abayah is trying to make a haluk between the rock case and the Mayim and Melah case. The haluk again is like this. In the rock case, right now, the owner of the rock will come along and say, Hey, pay me back. You affected my bottom line over here by taking this rock. You can take him to bed then even. So therefore, Mamon that has an owner, Mamon that has an owner that's coming with a claim, that's called Mamon. And therefore the Balut, Remains. Masha'enkin in the case of the flour in the water, in this case over here, could the lady that lent me the, uh, the, the, the water and the salt, could she come along, the water, could she come along and say, hey, give me my uh, water. Look at that here, give me the water, you lent it to me. That's what I'm that lending. Therefore, that's not considered mamon. And therefore, since it's not considered mamon, the bitul will take hold. And therefore, it's not going to affect my tomb anymore. Because it's considered by my Who says, Abba is between the rocks and the flower. Look at that she now. That's the way you want to ask a question on our Mishnah from that? Mm-hmm. She lent it to me today. She doesn't have any monetary value in this Isa. She just has tomb rights. Because of something that she gave me that went to Ben Hashanashot. Ah, but since there's a majority of flour, and bottom line, it's money that she cannot claim. It's not money, but a deal. Her only claim is what? The halachic claim in there. Tomb rights. Okay, money rights, you don't have. It's not there. What is not there? I don't got to worry about your tomb either. So that's what Abayir was coming along and saying that what? Abayir was trying to come along and say that in the Khanameh, uh, there is a difference between the rock and, and this case over here, and therefore the Moshaya is right. And therefore the rabbis of Israel were right. They say, let it be Batel. So comes the Gemara and says, Amar Leh. So Rav Safra comes back and says, oh, oh. You're giving me a rule now? Let's go to the rule here. The rule is that 
any uh, money, or any, uh, yeah, mamon, that has tov'in, so we're going to say it's not batil. Right? At all. That's it. Right? That, that's your rule. Basically, that's your rule. The rock. Batel. Okay. Answer the following uh, case. Had Amar of Hizda. Now let's just give an introduction quickly before we get to the Hizda's case. There's a Nevela. What is a Nevela? Nevela is an animal that let's say died. It wasn't slaughtered. Okay, we know it's not kosher. We know you can't eat the Nevela. Our discussion is not about eating a Nevela. I forgot that it's a suit eating a Nevela. But a Nevela also uh, emits Tum'ah. Okay, okay Nevelah is considered a tum'ah. Anybody comes in contact with it becomes tameh. Now we, our discussion is, let's say you have a meat of a nevela that gets mixed up with meat of a shehuta. Now the shehuta meat, not only could you eat it, but again our discussion is not about eating, it does not emit tum'ah. So now we want to know, if, let's say you have, for arguments, I'll give you a case outside, and we read inside. Let's say you have rov shehuta, majority of shehuta meat. Kosher meat. Okay, it's kosher meat, that was slaughtered the right way, no tum'ah. And a minority of Nivilamit. Okay? So the deen is going to say, the Prasdah is going to tell me, that this is considered mean bishe'enu mino. Wow. Because shehutamit is shehutamit. Uh, and it's one type of meat. And Nivila is a different type of meat. Mean bishe'enu mino, we know is, everybody agrees, batil. Now the reason why he calls this mean bishe'enu mino incidentally is, because the majority shehutamit, could never become nevela. Could a shahuta become a nevela? No. No, that's just for it. Could this meat ever become tamera? No. That's not nevela. It can be a nevela. So therefore, it's mean. B'she'eno mino. Okay? And therefore, mimshe'eno mino. But nafkamina. Nafkamina. If somebody now comes to this pile and picks up a piece of meat, no tumat. No, no, eat it yet. Don't leave, but again, Tum'ah. Okay, there's no uh, Tum'ah. Let's say for, for that. Okay? Good. Now, let's go the other way. Let's go the other way. So you hear the, you hear the Nafkamina? Now, a guy goes to this pile, touches any pieces of the meat, there's no Tum'ah, it's Batel. Good. Let's go the other way. Let's say you have Rov Nevela. Rov Nevela and Mi'ut Shechuta. The Rov Nevela uh, obviously emits Tum'ah. So I want to say now that what? we got Rov Nevela, so in the Shechuta. It's going to be uh, uh, batel. Now, explanation over here is he calls this mean bimino. Why is he called mean bimino? Because the uh, nevela, that emits tum'ah, can end up having the status of a shehuta. That does not emit tum'ah. How? If the nevela decays and spoils, it loses its status of tum'ah. So therefore, since the majority item can become like the minority, it's called mean bimino. In the case of rov shehuta and mi'ut nevela, since the majority shehuta can never become a nevela, in the sense of tum'at nevela, therefore it's mean b'she'enu mino. in the case where you have rov nevela, and mi'ut shehuta, and the rov nevela can have a deen of a shehuta once it becomes uh, decayed and spoiled. Stephen's considered mean bimino. Now, according to hachamim, mean bimino, mean bimino also is going to be right. According to hachamim, hachamim, mean bimino batel. Now, what's pshat? What you say batel? So now you have rov nevela over here, right? So therefore, nevela is going to have a. Isud. Now we're going to see uh, how this comes down to an afkamina. What does it mean, uh, Isud, over here? It's going to, we're going to say over here that you're going to have a safik. 
Tum'ah. Because it could be you touched a, uh, a Shechotah. So we're going to say that she's going to tell us it's enough coming up. Somebody, let's say, touched it. Okay? We're going to put Safiq Tum'ah on in enough coming up. If he touched subsequently Tirumah, now the Tirumah is going to become Tamim Misafiq. And the law is you don't burn Tirumah Misafiq. You can only burn Tirumah Tame'ah Bivadai. Yeah, so those are the two cases. Let's read it inside, then we'll see where the question is coming from. Let's read it inside first. Come to get what says. Hadam al Khazda. Nevela. Betela bishuta. Nevela is batel bishuta. I mean, you know, shi'uta. Nefishi'i, if shal shi'uta, she ta'asi nevela. Because it's impossible for a shi'uta to become a nevela. That was considered mimishayinu mino. And it was batela. However, shi'uta. Ena betela benevela. Uh, you see, he's going according to opinion, saying, what well, the Shauta is not going to be batel in the Nevela. We have Rov Nevela, and Mi'ud Shauta. If It's possible for the Nevela to become a Shauta. Therefore, he considers it mean bimino. Okay? And he says also over here, it's really mean bimino. He's holding that what? It's not going to be. But it says, Eno Batel. So he's going with the Shittah that says, Min Bimino, Eno Batel. That's really the Biuda. Again, Min Bimino, Eno Batel. And that's why it makes sense what I said. Min Bimino, Eno Batel. If you went and touched these pieces of meat over here, since it's not Batel, which means it's a Safik. Because you have Shehuta Miteh, which is not Tameh, and you have Nevelah Miteh that is Tameh, so you have Safik Tumah on you. If you touch Tirumah, you're not going to burn the Tirumah, the Safik. Let's read the case in Nashi first. Then the Tameh, let's read Nashi. Very good. This is all going going to the Biyuda. It says, Min bimino, eno batil. Perfect. Pimina hot, aman mimino no batil. Mimish eno mino batil. Vetan of Hayad, the Vela Vishota, Betelo, Zubizud, the Biyuda, Vashmina, the Bihayad, the Hiamar Biyuda, Heka de Shalyon Kemoto. When do we say that the Min bimino? It's not going to be batel. That's only in the case where the rov can be like the minority. What's in the case where the rov can be like the minority? When it's rov nevela and it's mi'ut, shi'uta. Why? But if it cannot be, if the majority cannot be like the minority, mean b'she'enu mino hava. U batil. U parishav chazda. Deha ifshar v'lo ifshar d'rabichaya bataram b'vatel d'huru ba'azlinan. It always goes according to what the majority is. So you go, the rule is if the majority could be like the minority. 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 In this halachic status, this is the bottom line case. Now you have a kezayit of a nevela, and it's mixed up with rov, shahuta. Betela, kemi she'en why? Because since we say the shi'uta, which is of, can never be a nevela, it's mi mish'enu mino, that no geyabem entameh. Somebody that touches it, there's no tumah. Why? It's like it's not there. The mean mish'enu mino, the yifshah the shi'uta shu'a mivatil yot metameh b'magah. Right? The shi'uta can never have tumah. Magah, mumasah, ke nevela. Amal, shi'uta shunit arima b'nevela. If the opposite case, the shi'utah got mixed up in rov nevela, deruba nevela, in a shi'utah betela, min bimino kot rebiudah eno batel, li yot anogeya ben tameh vaday, l'slof teruman magao. And there, yes, yeah, well, a guy comes and touches this, why are you kohen? No, it's a kula. Oh, it's a kula. Yeah, kula is that you're not going to burn to Ramadis. Which means, since we're saying min bimino eno batel, have rov nevela, miut shi'utah, 
No bitul. That means the shorta is still around. Nafkamina, a guy goes touching, well, it's still around, maybe I touched the tara. And then, could you say I'm vadaitame? No, maybe I touched the, it's there. It's no bitul. We don't go with Rov, he holds mim bimino enobatel the biuda. Let me still, he holds mim bimino enobatel, let me still. He holds mim bimino enobatel, that's the biuda shita. Yeah, no, no, that doesn't go with Rov by mim bimino. You can't make up the rules, we have rules. Mim bimino enobatel. Then you want to say, what is in the old? He is batel. Because the Rebbe has Pesukim to say that Mimimino is not batel. The Rov rule was not said by Mimimino Kotri Biyuda. So therefore the Shehuta is existent. Oh, the Shehuta is existent. Uh, so therefore when a guy touches it, maybe, maybe. So you're Safek Tameh. Nafkamina, if he subsequently touches Tiruma, you don't point the Tiruma. Because you can't point Tiruma Tameh. Misafek. Good. Now, now let's get to the point. Let's get to what we're trying to get to over here. The Gemara says... She's just giving me a rule, Abaya, or Rav uh, Safra. You're telling me over here. I'm oh, sorry, Abaya. You're giving me the rule of Mamonchi Yesh Lotovin and Mamonchi En Lotovin. And your basic rule is if there's a uh, claimant, meaning if there's an owner to the money, so that's considered Mamon. Right? And then once there's a claim, there's no bitul. Oh, so now we've got to go back to Alkis. In the case of Rov Shehuta, Rov Shehuta Mi'ut Nebela. We said that's Mim Be'enomino, and we said it is Batil. So you got to tell me now, we're talking about a case that what? That the Nevela, if the Nevela had an owner, if the Nevela had an owner, which means this Tov'in, yeah. You're gonna tell me that what? No bitul? No. You want to tell me that? In the first case, in the first case, of miut nevela. According to your rule, if the nevela has an owner, oh, my mother is not doing no bitul. You want to say that? Vichite mahachinami. And if you want to tell me, yeah, which is maybe you'll tell me Rav Hazda's case when he brought Rav Shehuta and miut nevela. Right. It's specifically talking about a case where the nevela is ownerless. Okay. And therefore, it's not tovrein. That's why we'll say it's batel barov. Uh, that's that you want to say. Hold it. Vehatanya Amar Yohanan ben Nuri. I'm going to just prove it to you. Bottom line, that your klal is not a klal. Why? Hefse hefker konin shevita afalpi she'en lahem be'alim. Domim kimishi yesh lahem be'alim. It doesn't bottom line. We have a rule in the Erubin. The rule is like this. Normally you have a hefes, right? The hefes goes after who? The owner. For tehomin. Let's say you have now hefse hefker. Hefse hefker are ownerless. Alright? But the deen is hefse hefker konin shevita. They also have a deen of shevita, which means wherever their place was, wherever domain it's in, so therefore it takes on that place, which means just like an owner, right? Wherever he was. So you see over here that what? What is he trying to say? Your whole rule with ownership that's considered mamon, it's not so. Because I'll show you even Hefker has a deal of mamon. Jesus. Okay, first of all, you want to do heck on the case of Rav Hazda and say the case of the Nevelah is talking about where there's no owner, therefore we could say bitul. Okay, if you want to say that, I'll give you that. But how do you answer this case over here? I'm showing you that this Hefker, there's no owner. But what, we're treating it as if it has an owner. Nafkamina, 
tahumim. Right. And therefore, your rule of you tell me that mamon that has an owner is not batel. That's not so because kefsefker is konesh shavita. Even though it's ownerless, it has a din of mamon as if it has an owner. Oh, so once you come along and say that. We got to go back to the case of the uh, the rocks. So you, know, you got to see the case of the rocks. Uh, bottom line, it's like we said. The reason why the case of the rocks, he has to pay back because he was mehaser the midah. Because bottom line, you took away from the and just like you mehaser the midah by the rocks, you mehaser the midah by the by the by the mayim. Because bottom line, the, the mayim also has a, 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 a better value than the the rocks. And therefore, that's not the difference. That's not the issue. Even there is bitul. Like this case over here, they have care. Right. It's considered as if there is Ba'alut. And therefore, your whole uh, story, uh, you wanted to make a Hiluk Abayeh. And you wanted to say, oh, not the rock case, the rock case is Tovri. This case is not Tovri. Never dream Batel. No! Why should it be Batel? Even something that's not owner is considered significant. Wow. And therefore it should not be batel. Therefore it should not be batel. Because there's no difference between whether it has an owner or not an owner. What's the proof? I'll show you a hefkir item. Hefkir item. It's Kodesh Shavita. It's Kodesh Shavita. Who owns it? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's like a hefit of an owner as a hashibut. So if we see the ownership item, it doesn't make a difference. And therefore, yes, great, this halal over here. This halal, let's say, doesn't have a mamotshish or tov'in. So what? Bottom line, it's as if it has a, a, a significance, and if it should not be batel. Let's read that in the Rashi. Look at the Rashi. The Amar of Yohanan, we see the Rashi now. The Amar of Yohanan, Hifseh Fkir. Hanim Sa'in, you found it. Hanim Sa'in. Konim Shavita. Vam Mutz'an Modicham Mimakum Metziatan. The guy that finds it, can transfer the lost item from where he found it. Alpayim lechol ruach. Ve'enom modichan lemakom shayirev sham. Now, it doesn't go according to the person that found it. It goes according to the hefetz. Ve'yesh laim shivita la'atzman. Alma. Here's the key line in Ashi. Hashivi belo be'alim. It's significant. Even without owners. Ve'shapir t'nam b'matniti. And if Amish, that's correct. Ta'fagav de'en lo tov in lo. Lo liftol. Even though it doesn't have... But it's significant. No lift on. So, no batir, like the Mishnah said. So, Rabbi Abba is right. So, Abba comes and says his final claims. This is Amar Neh. Mika Medamit is Surah the Mamunah. This is all the. You want to compare a case of something that's Isur <coughs> to something that is monetary? What does it mean? Isurah batir. Mamunah, no batir. New concept I'm going to give you. Okay, scratch what I said. Tov'in, not tov'in. You got me on that. I'm going I'm to simplify it for you. You know what my claim is like this? The rock case, when you stole the rock, right? Mm-hmm. Is that an isur over here, meaning basar b'halav? Or is it, all this is it over here a case of what? Money. money. You took money. So I tell you, by bottom line, you took, you took my item over here. You took my rock. My rock has a value over here, like we said. I don't keep it too. I got it. Well, sorry, it was, it was Batil in the, in the, in the, in the wheat. What's Batil in the wheat over here? When it comes to money, you're not going to be Mivatel, a guy's money uh, rights. In the case of the Mishnah, 
what, what's the discussion of the money over here? The discussion of the money, meaning of the water and the and the and the salt, that's nafkamina for what? Well, not that you're not asking for it. We're not. Let's leave that. The nafkamina of the money over here is what a tom issue. Tom already falls into the category of isur isur ve'heter, which means like milk and meat. So therefore, that's why the rabbis and the Israel are right. Because we don't look at the case of the Mishnah as a monetary mon- case. Since already the monetary hinges on another law of Tahumin, so therefore we're going to say, for Tahumin it's Isur. Right. When it comes to things of Isur, don't we use the word, the, the, the principle of Bitul? When does Balut stand? When it's the only Mamoro. <laughs> and therefore, the rocks, it's his, give him the rocks back. Right. He can't take his rocks. Give him a pay back in wheat because you took the value of the wheat. Well, we understand that. However, over here, the issue in the Mishnah is, Whose tomb is it? So is it my tomb? Is it our tomb? That's already a sur issue. It's not a money issue in the Mishnah. So when it comes to non-monetary issues, go to the regular laws of Bitul. Mm-hmm. Therefore the rabbis of Eretz Yisrael right. were rightfully forget to be Abad. That's Abayir's bottom line claim. Let's just read that in Rashi. Amale, first wide line, Amale, Abayel, Rav Safra, Akati, Matnitin, Lo, Metarza. The Mishnah still doesn't make sense, Abayir says, why? Let's say it has tov. I, I retract. Which is even if you want to say the money has tov. Still it should be which even, even according to my principle that what? The bottom line you want to say that even money that doesn't have tov is still considered mamon. Now you brought me from the case of I, I, I agree with that. However, you're bringing me from the case of the rocks. Right. When was the law of Bitubarov said? By Isur. Which is the, what's the law of the Mishnah? Did the Mishnah say that she can keep the uh, the the water? She doesn't have to pay back. No, no, that's not the Mishnah. In the club tomorrow, after Yom Tov, she'll pay back. How much start discussing what the Isur factor? The Isur factor is Tomin. Isur is Batel Barov. Therefore, Abayis said the Rabbis of Israel are correct. So what we have to discuss in tomorrow's daf is. So then what's the reason of the Mishnah? Which once you already established the Mishnah's Isur case. And by Isur we have the rules of Bitul Barov. Uh, so why does the Mishnah say, it's not Batil, you got to follow what's home. Tomorrow the Mishnah give us three reasons why the Mishnah holds that you don't say Bitul in this case.